time to go viral. I'm homicidal, I'm killing all my rivals. I'm the man, shit, I put that on the Bible. I gotta find my target, cause you know I got the title. Hey, I'm a Mac too. I told baby, shake that ass like she apple. She said it's real, so she got my name tattooed. House full, so I hit it in the back room. Baby said she need a nail, peep the urgency. I want a little Kim before she had the surgery. Leg spread on that hardcore poster. She love twerking, she just do it for the coach. Big dog, big dog, bull mask. Six tray Chevrolet, I'm classic. All these niggas mad at me, that's tragic. The main bitch in the bed, that's graphic. Yeah, we about to go viral. Viral. Hey, hey, hey. What's the deal, guys? It's Kali the One. This is Disorderly Conduct. As you know, I'm back in the building. Well, my guys, man, go ahead and introduce yourself. Man, y'all know who it is. It's your boy, the one and only, the host that do the most, Mr. Viral himself, a.k.a. the villain. Because hey. they hate me for my opinion. And we back at y'all again with another collab live from the second most expensive city in the nation. Hey. The list just came out, San Diego number one, but they bleeding us dry out here. But yeah, thank you for having us back, man. <laughs> I had to throw that in there to let y'all know. Support the content because we spending a bag to make this content. <laughs> and yeah, we would like some appreciation. Shout out to y'all though, all the supporters <laughs> who got in the building. Yeah, I feel like it's Masada great, man. And uh, yeah, we're here to lead the way. That's the regular. And in the world for the cap, man, come here to get the facts. You know what I'm saying? That's what right. we on. Yeah, man. If you guys are watching this, please like, subscribe. Thank you for the love, for the hate, all the support, you know what I'm saying? Um, so I want to get into the first topic. Uh, it's been going crazy on social media. Uh, a list of unacceptable first dates. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> so Woo! they had a list, a long list, of course, of uh, unacceptable first dates. And I'm going to read them off to y'all and y'all tell me what y'all think. This is the woman's list, by the way. Woman's list, yeah. not the man's list. The women put this out and said, you cannot take me on a date here. Read the list for him, and bro. And the first one, which to me is, is blasphemous, is uh, Cheesecake Factory, um, Applebee's, Chili's, Chipotle, Olive Garden, The Movies, Your House, Any Fast Food, Buffalo, Wild Wings, Wingstop, Red Lobster, A Buffet, IHOP, Denny's, The Gym, Church, Starbucks, Coffee Date, mm. Ice Cream Date, Family Functions, Movie Night, A Long Drive, Bowling, Nightclub, Hookah Bar, A Bar for Drinks. Waffle House mm. and sporting events. So how do y'all feel about it? Everything I got from that, don't take a bitch out. So it's like everything. Like, fuck is wrong with y'all, bitch? You think you earned something like that? Like, that's out, cuz. Like at the end of the day, it is what it is, man. I think it depends on the woman you're dealing with. Yeah. But nine times out of ten, these bitches ain't that bougie. Like. They pump fake like that, but you you get her one on one. She gonna go to that cheesecake factory. She gonna do a lot of that shit. Wasn't for social media and that goddamn attention, this shit wouldn't even be what it what it is. So, nah, that's very true. That's the crazy part is that, and me, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna let everybody out there know that's watching right now. I'm a cheesecake factory regular. So <laughs> you might go on a Sunday and catch me up there. So I don't I don't. Some of them on the list I understand right. Like I would never on a first date take a girl to McDonald's, but some of these are are od like. I feel like back in the day, a long drive, you know, to a view would have been cool, right? A, a, a movie night, all these different things. You take somebody to a family function, to me, that means you fuck with them, right? I, I, that's how I would think. Now, that's facts. That's how I would think about some of these. Now, some of them are unacceptable, but then again, it depends on age and, and where you are financially. Um, 
But yeah, man, men can't do shit today. We 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 can't do shit. Pretty much. That's that's what this says to me. How you feel about it, viral? Here come the villain. <laughs> Here come the villain. I, I'm, I'm gonna start with a less offensive take to it. Okay. Now I'm gonna keep it 100. Half of that list was BS. Mm. I'm not eating that half that list. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm not gonna just kill the ladies on that list because a lot of that shit on there was BS and we're not going. But For a first date though, kid? No, no, that, no. On the first date, like I'm not, I know I don't eat there at all. Yeah, so so you, I'm not mad. I'm just saying, but you cashing out on any of those on the first date. No, no, I'm, I'm gonna get into it. Okay. A lot of them, I'm not mad. Now, we gotta look at it like this. We in the age of attention. Everybody wants the attention by any means. So a lot of this stuff that's floating around social media is to gain attention. Like females know, okay, this is going to trigger people. This is going to get a response. So they just putting shit out, shit that they don't even agree with, but they know it's going to get the clicks. It's going to get the likes. It's going to get the people talking. It's going to get the attention on them that they crave, and they're going to get the dopamine hit. And we all, you know, attention is a new currency now. So a lot of this shit, I, I believe, they don't even believe. Mm -hmm. Because you got women saying, I ain't selling for less online. And then offline, their whole life is settling for less. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I, I need a man that's this, this, and this, and this, and I won't eat here. But then offline, bitch, you surviving off ramen noodles. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Crazy shit. Like, you eating Taco Bell and all type of wild shit. So that's number one. Number two, I'm going to just say it like this. You bitches is out your mind. Yeah. We, we got to bring shame back to society. <laughs> we we, we got to bring shame back to society. Since they got their list, I, I'm going to make my list. If you a single baby mother, you can't have a list. Mm. You, you go wherever a nigga want to take you. <laughs> if you are overweight or obese, you cannot have a list. Negative, you go yeah. wherever a man want to take you. That's a fact. You got women with three, four kids, two, three baby daddies reposting this list. Bitch, you lucky if I invite you to the crib. For real. This is a fact. You are lucky if I invite you back to the crib on a late night. Now, I know I'm going to sound like an asshole. I sound like I'm being harsh, but we got to get... Back to reality. The only women who can have lists like this and talk like this, young, fit, feminine, no kids, submissive. Top notch. You know what I'm saying? Top yeah, notch. If you yeah. top notch and it's like, all right, cool. She got the right to talk like this. Mm -hmm. But 95% of the women on social media has no right to talk like this. If you have an OnlyFans, you don't get a list. You be happy wherever we want to take you. You know what I'm saying? If you are thirst, if I can go to your Instagram and see your naked body, you just thirst trap for a living. You do not deserve a list. But a lot of this shit is just for attention, man. A lot of these females don't really believe this. Me, I'm a coffee date, gym, hiking type of guy. So the yeah. fact that they had coffee dates and gym on there was crazy to me. It's like we getting to know each other. But these bitches are looking for free meals. You got to realize that. A lot of these women want to go to these spots they can't afford, so they use men to get it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's on the fellas too, though, because it's a lot of men that's doing this. If men would stand together as a collective, you know what I'm saying, and, and stand on some type of principle and put their thirst to the side, women couldn't act like this. But they know it's a simp out there somewhere that's going to do it, that's allowing this shit. I think I think that's true. I like what you said too about how people accept less offline, you know, and it's so true. I don't understand the point in flexing online or, or having such high standards online. Like people know you in real life. You get what I'm saying? And so people that know you in real life know you're not really about that. You know what I mean? And like you said as well, I do think that it's it's to get attention, it's to get clicks. 
But the thing is, is that it creates a conversation amongst people, and then it got people actually beefing and and maybe not getting a date or feeling like they can't measure up because of a tweet online. So I think that's the that's the damaging part about this is that it's all fun and games, but it's hard for some people to decipher what's a joke and what's not a joke. So you actually got women out here looking at this list, and now they finna really go outside and be like, when they get asked to go to Cheesecake, oh, I'm not going there. Thanks. You could go blow a cool little bag over there. It ain't like it's just some cheap shit. Now, you take a you take a, a girl to IHOP, Denny's, that's crazy. You feel me? Um, but you feel me? That's crazy. IHOP first date is a little insane. Five, a, fi- a little five for five, five is for crazy. Five is crazy. But um, also, what you said needs but, to be more normalized is like the gym dates, hiking. Um, because really, if you can't go and do something healthy, if you can't go and do a hike or, or meet me in a gym or on a coffee date, then... Who really are you? Like, if all you are is expensive dates and parties, then I don't really want to fuck with you anyway. I'm going to tell y'all like this. A woman that genuinely likes you as a man and as a person does not care where y'all go as long as she's around you. So if you are constantly getting women that have these lists, she's there for the free meal. She's there for the perks. As soon as the perks are gone, she's gone. You know what I'm saying? A woman who really likes you and just wants to get to know you and wants to spend time with you, she does not care. You can tell her, hey, let's go for a walk in the park. She's there. Let's go to uh, the library. She like anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Let's meet at the smoothie spot. Anywhere. It's not about the money that's being spent. That's going to come regardless. We are adults. We all work. I mean, if you on your shit and you meet a man that's on his shit, he's going to spend money regardless. So, Trying to be overly thirsty as soon as you meet them, that's gonna get you eliminated. That's that's what's wrong with these. I'm trying not to curse so much because YouTube <laughs> no, going crazy with the cursing. <laughs> but I'm trying to you bitches is just y'all gotta chill. Y'all yeah. be too thirsty. Y'all be like dudes be too thirsty to fuck. Y'all be too thirsty for a man to spend his money. Bitch, we gonna spend the money regardless. If a man like you, he's gonna shower you with gifts. He's gonna spend money. I mean, the ninety percent of the reason we even make money is for y'all. It's for y'all and it's for to provide for our family. But if women didn't exist, money wouldn't exist. It wouldn't really have no value. What the fuck we buying all this fly shit for? Mm -hmm. These fly cars, these watches, these jewelries, cologne, all this shit is for y'all. We doing this for y'all. So if y'all just chill and play it cool, the money will come. And it's going to come tenfold because it's like, damn, she fucking me as a person. She a real genuine female. Mm -hmm. In the generation of these fucking thirst buckets, she's different. So now I'm finna go over the top. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. More than what I was originally. But they be so thirsty to let me just get something to get on. That's how you know that them type ain't even looking to be a wife. They ain't even wifey material. Because a, a, a chick that's a wife and she see a future with you, she's really trying to get to know you and really trying to get y'all morals laid out on the table. Where you going to be in five years? Let me see what type of man you are. Can you lead? Can you provide? Can you protect? Can you be a good role model for our kids? That's what they focused on. Mm-hmm. The money's going to come. Y'all all say y'all educated and y'all all getting the bag and independent and paying your own bills so the money wouldn't even be an issue. But the fact that you so thirsty, take me here. Bitch, I know you can't afford it and you need me to get you there. No. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm no, saying? That's out. Even think, even go ahead. even if they can afford it, I think niggas got to start making these women earn that shit. Like niggas just be quick to jump up and like That's take a female say, out yeah. and do what the fuck she want to do. Like, oh, she look good, so I'm going to take her out and do this. Like... Them bitches got to start earning that shit. I'm saying because anything other than that, they not going to appreciate it. Anything that's a value is more so like 
you earning something or they invest in something and they won't return on that investment. If you just out here ready to trick and do what they do, you just another nigga in the circle that's getting floated around. This is why they acting the way they acting. This is why this goddamn list is out now. <laughs> Cheesecake yeah. factory and shit like this. They obligated like, I'm too bougie for this. Like, bitch, you a regular bitch. I don't yeah. give a fuck how good you look. <laughs> but you regular. You know what I'm saying? So that's crazy. Make these bitches start earning that shit, nigga. And Switch it up, nigga. Make them take your ass out. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was about to say, that's, that's the thing. That's some real shit, though, because they be acting like they the prize of what? Because you got a piece of pussy? Oh, I'm saying? That's not nothing. I give you the equal equivalent of knocking you down, and it's equivalent as what you giving me. So, at the end of the day, niggas got to stop being so quick to trick. That's mm-hmm. what's, what's going on out here. Niggas is, the, the world is turning to trick status, period. Yeah, that, that, that's what it's on. And it's getting out of hand to where it's going to be like, damn, it's ugly for niggas that ain't tricking. Like, you ain't tricking to this point. It's like, it's getting bad. So, stay like strong, that. man. Like <laughs> Stop being so quick to go pay for this shit because them bitches is not, don't even be worth that. Like, internally was what I mean. Like, they characters, they morals, they principles. Don't be having none of that. You see a bitch with a good body, but the bitch ain't worth shit after mm-hmm. that. You know but, what but I mean? But this, this the cold part. I like that you said that because... If you would flip the script on 90% of the the females with this list, like, okay, cool, we can go there, but it's on you the first date, I got the second date. Uh, uh, They're going to pump their brakes. They, oh, yeah, we can't go there. Yeah, let's go to the park now. Let's go to the gym now. Let's go on that hike now. When it's coming out of their pocket, they got different standards than when it's coming out of your pocket. And it nine, nine times out of ten... They can't afford it, or if they can, it don't even be about that they can't afford it. Now, it start making sense to them. Like, damn, I don't even know you like that. I can't be spending this type of money on you. Yeah. But it's cool when it's coming out of your wallet. So, man, I'm just a fan of genuine people. If you are a genuine woman, and trust me, we know when y'all are genuine, and we know when y'all finesse. And I know y'all think y'all slicker than, than, a, than a can of oil on Alaskan ice. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you are not that slick. I'm telling you, we can, we can sense the bullshit. But genuine women, I promise you, he going to take you to that steakhouse anyway just because you different. And you deserve to be treated for being different because we are in <clears throat> a moralist society. These women don't have souls. These modern women have no souls. They will fuck 10 men in one night and get online and brag about it. Crazy. I remember Crazy it shit. used to be a, a shame to be a hoe. It used to be a shame to sell. They are bragging about you selling pussy be, now. It used to be hard to even get pictures. When you had the sidekicks and shit, like you'd be happy to get some... Some 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 pictures from a bitch. Well, now shot, yeah. they put it's them free. on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They promote them out there quick. Let me throw here but throw this online. Like you have to be. They used to worry about like you even showing your homies that you got mm-hmm. pictures from the bitch. Yeah, news or anything. Now they ready to get that motherfucker for free for the low. No, nah, for <laughs> real. I think we got to start um, as men too. We got to start. We got to put some some of the blame on men because we're so we're at a point now where we're driven to just think that our value is what that we can give to. Women, you get what I'm saying? Like, I'm, my value as a man is where I take you, what bag I get you, you feel me, what doors I could get you in. And that's not the only thing that matters when it comes to the value that we can provide. You get what I'm saying? There's more to that. Like, being a leader. And being a leader is not just financial. You get what I'm saying? It's, it's so much more. Can you lead emotionally? Can you, can you bring a calm presence into this relationship? Do you got your head on right? Are your morals right? Are your values right? So it's so much more... But now, men are like, damn near giving up and be like, if you can't beat them, join them. So pretty much, this is my value as a man because women keep telling you that. You're only as valuable as what you can spend on me. So if you can't blow this bag, 
then I'm looking at you like you're less of a man. Meanwhile, you get up every day, you work hard, you're consistent, you're self-disciplined, and men got to start understanding, like, don't let what you can't afford take those qualities away from you because those are qualities that cannot be bought at the end of the day. You, you being a good person, being a stand up man cannot be bought. Mm. Point blank, period. Bars. It can't be bought. Bars. So we got to start understanding that and stop letting these females get inside of your head and make you feel less because you didn't want to go be the, the 15th nigga to blow $300 on them. You get what right. I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, that's what it's going to be. A lot of you niggas that's showing up with roses and all this shit in the beginning, y'all, the, y'all there that night and then y'all might get a date. Y'all probably don't even get a text back. While the nigga who ain't provided nothing is blowing her back out. Bro, so it's facts. like, y'all got to understand these types of things and just know your true value. Only you can define what, what what your value is. You feel me? Not not some girl that is trying to to get something out of you. Bro. The fucked up thing. These simps don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. They make <laughs> it hard for regular They niggas. like, nigga, fuck what y'all talking about. I'm going to cash out online. Yeah. I ain't got to see the bitch ever a day in my life. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. Fly around all type That's of shit. That's what's crazy. But I agree with you because I, I, I say this shit all the time. When you strip people of everything else, the only thing that matters is what they character, their morals, their principles, and character as far as the integrity, the things that they stand on, that they believe in. You know what I mean? Other than that, if you're not standing on those type of things, the morals and principles... Everything gonna crumble. It's gonna fold, and yeah. this is why, like you say, you are what you are because of anything can shake you. But if you have those characters and morals and principles, you're not even going for that. You're not even doing certain things, bitch. You fuck with me for me. Don't fuck with me for how much cash I got. Yeah, I'm saying, but these niggas be ready to show tricky. I got the bag. I got the bag. Like he said, I got the bag to get the bitch, and now the bitch only fucking with you because you got the bag. That's it. But if you a nigga that. Got characters, morals, and principles, bitch. You gonna fuck with me with this bag or without this bag? You know what I mean? Oh, for, for the simps, it's like I don't understand how y'all live that type of life, going through life not knowing if a woman really fucks with you for you. I could never live they don't care. In, in a world where like I'm on the fence about is she just here for the money or is she here because she really fuck with me or or what is it? That shit would drive me crazy. You gotta it's realize, like, bro. The the same three o fours. The hoes that's making these lists is the same 304 hoes that's creating these simps. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Hoes choose to be single mothers. Single mothers raise weak men. Weak men actually destroy society because a, a, a society full of weak men, they don't stand on nothing. So the government can corrupt the, the whole society because... All oh, y'all weak. Y'all ain't going to stand anything. for nothing. Y'all going to allow anything. Y'all going to go for anything. And all that stemmed from the top. It, it stemmed from these bitches having babies by these weak-ass, simp-ass niggas. And then <laughs> they blaming all men. But I like that you said that as far as the... <laughs> you know what? <laughs> no, I'm going to leave that alone. Uh, I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to leave that alone. But I'm going to say this, though. Any woman that has a list like that Bro, you should already know she comes from nothing because that should be regular to any adult. <laughs> like, it, it should be regular to yeah. any adult. And society has finessed men to believe you have to impress a woman on a date. No, you impressed her when you got her number and she was interested in getting to know you. So the date is to get to know each other to see if we compatible to have a future together. So if you feel like you got to impress her, you already lost already from the jump. Yeah. Because she's supposed to be impressing you the same if that's the case. You know what I'm saying? This is a two-way street. But It's not a job interview. Men, <laughs> not a job interview. men just got to get back to being men, and we got to set the standard. We can't even be so upset with the women because they're only doing what men allow. 
And that goes back to like you saying though, about the simps and about having self-discipline. Like as a man, you have to, okay, I might really want to fuck with this girl, but she is giving me A through Z of why I shouldn't. A lot of niggas will see A through Z and still go on that date. It's like y'all got to have a self-discipline and understand, okay, I'm going to go get the next one. Let me, let me pass on you and you and you until I feel like this is the right fit. And that's the problem. You niggas allow anything up in your space just for some pussy. Like, pussy's going to be there no matter what. You get what I'm saying? So you should not be that thirsty for it. Um, and that's just really how I feel about it. I'm not going to lie, though. I do want to... Um, shout out to the women that's not fucking with them lists, that's not out here just promoting all this bullshit that these bitches is promoting because they just following trends anyway. They putting these lists out, acting like they hopping on this shit. But shout out to the women that still stand strong with niggas that ain't too good to go to the Cheesecake Factory, ain't too good to go out with they niggas and go hiking or go to the beach or whatever the case is, man. Shout out to y'all, because y'all the ones that's really winning. Everybody else, and fuck them other bitches. <laughs> hey, and on top of that, we need the women that disagree with that to voice that they disagree with it. Because a lot of y'all is quiet about these types of women, and so we don't know who's who. I heard somebody say, like, the good women are standing too close to the hoes. Like, y'all doing, y'all look like them, talk like them, walk like them, but y'all not hoes. Like, y'all got to differentiate for us so we can know. Please. I'm going to keep it 100, though. I've been seeing a lot of women speaking out against these lists. It's like, crazy. a lot of women is like, man, all right, these bitches is crazy. <laughs> like, like I, I see what y'all talking about. These, these hoes is really ridiculous. crazy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because if you was really that woman who... Who who can demand these type of places? Like you got to take me to Steak Forty Eight. You, you got to take me to Root Chris. You would be attracting those guys already to where you wouldn't even have to say it. You you wouldn't even have to say it. Dudes would be automatically doing because you're you're one of them women that qualify for that. But nine times out of ten, it don't even matter, man. It, it don't even matter. We got to get back to having morals and principles, and like we getting lost in materialism where people aren't even people no more. People is just becoming like walking billboards damn near. We got to get back to having morals and principles. Shout out to the real women, though, like like my boy Messiah said, man, because they all don't get enough credit. We spend a lot of time talking down on the women that ain't mm -hmm. shit and not enough time boosting up the women who, who is something. So shout out to the real women out there. What y'all got? Next topic. Okay. Does race matter? And when I say does race matter, I mean period in life. So this is my take on it. I think it's a, it's both, right? I think in life, race has provided certain people certain opportunities and has limited certain opportunities for others. But at the same time, people who have been limited those opportunities due to race, the ones that haven't cried about it, have gotten ahead at the end of the day. And so I feel like it matters, but when you put too much emphasis on it and you base your life around the color of your skin instead of what you can provide and what service you can provide, that's where you start to fuck up. I'm not saying that, you know, people don't get ridiculed or treated a certain way for, for being black or for being brown, right? But you will be a dummy to make that your whole identity because at the end of the day, you're a human being, you're a person. Right. So you dictate where your life goes at the end of the day, just because you are black, brown, white, whatever you dictate ultimately where you're going to end up. And so I feel like a lot of people, when they don't do the groundwork, when they are not self-disciplined, when they're not consistent and they don't get the things that they want, they bend back on, oh, it was because I'm black or it was because I'm Mexican. No, my nigga, it's because you didn't put in the fucking work. 
And so that's the part of it too. But don't get it twisted. You will get some doors shut in your face because of your race. But at the same time, only so many doors are going to be shut until somebody open one up for you. But a lot of you niggas stop on the first door. And like I said, that from that point on, you live your life in that realm of, well, I'm not going to get shit because I'm black. Uh, you know, that's it, man. I didn't get this job because of my name or whatever the fuck. You niggas do a lot of that shit. And you niggas are really just limiting yourself and not reaching your full potential and don't want to take accountability for it. So that's how I feel when it comes to, to race. It matters. But at the same time, a lot of us are putting a lot of uh, too much emphasis on it to, you know, have a lackluster, you know, way about life. I'm going to say race matters to an extent. But I'm going to say that on a deeper level that is universal laws that trump race, that trumps anything else in that, and that matters. It's laws of vibration. It's laws of attraction. It's laws of different things that you're able to manifest the things that you create in your life. So if you think a certain way, you move a certain way, you act a certain way, you attract certain things in a certain way. So that trumps the race. But I'm not going to lie like far as... You being a, a person of me being a person of color, I've dealt with racism mm -hmm. through my whole life. It gets to a point where you accept it and move on. You don't you don't allow that like it is what it is. If they're not bringing it to your face in the forefront and and ready to resolve it that way, but it, it can fuck with you in the workspace. It can fuck with you in certain things, but your thoughts and your vibrations, the things that you're putting out into the universe, is gonna still trump that. Like regardless of whatever the case is, so we can use the race as a crutch. And still keep blaming that shit, but at the end of the day, like I say, the, you are you are what you think, you are what you attract, and you are what you focus on. Your intentions is your attention. I mean, far as anything your attentions is on, your attention is gonna attract that, and whatever things you focus on during out the day. But like I say, you can't be a person that's negative twenty three hours a day and be positive one hour a day and be expecting mm -hmm. good shit to happen to you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You got to focus on good shit. You got to focus on things that you want to attract the things that you want. And as I say, I speak this now. We, as us, as a collective, I like to talk about things that we want. I say we millionaires in the next two years. You know what I mean? Focus on the good shit. And um, the things that you talk about and bring about is what you're going to attract. The things that you hang around is what you're going to attract. Your environment is what you're going to attract. So that's where the thoughts come in. But regardless, race matters, but it doesn't. If that makes sense. It makes sense. I say race matters. Now, I'm not so hung up on the whole racist and, oh, we a victim type thing. I mean, just like period in life, just even relating to people in general. There's some things, even though we could get along as humans, if you're not black, you just won't understand. That's definitely true. If right. you white, I just won't understand. If you Hispanic, I just can't understand. Exactly. The only one that can understand is somebody that's the same as you. Like I like to use the animal kingdom, for example, right? They like to say animals don't, they aren't conscious. You know, that's what separates us from them, even though we're animals as well, but we are conscious. So they just act off instinct. So everything you see in the wild is perfection because that's their God-given instinct. So they just acting perfectly as they are, as they're supposed to be. And animals all separate by what they are. The, the, the lions hang with the lions, the cheetahs hang with the cheetahs, the right. elephants with the elephants, the alligators with the alligators, and they all make up that society. 
And anytime they intertwine, sometimes it could go cool. Sometimes it could go bad. Mm -hmm. But they know, like, hey, as long as you doing your thing there, you being the cheater, cool. We ain't fucking with you. We're going to be over here, be the lions. We ain't fucking with you. You feel me? But same thing with human. We don't necessarily, it don't necessarily got to go bad because, like I said, we have consciousness. So we can differentiate between, okay, you my enemy because you a different color. Like, nah, we, we are all humans at the end of the day. But race absolutely matters. Like, I hate that we try to act like it don't, but it does. Mm -hmm. We all judge each other based off our race. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We all identify based off race like just even being adults if you work at a job where you're the only one of your kind you start to feel alienated even if they true. embrace you you just like man i just need to see somebody that look like me very true you know what i'm saying because this is a struggle i have as a parent where i want my kids to have a better education so i move to a, a school area. district that's a, in a nicer area but these nicer areas cost more money so it's going to be less people that look like you like us in these areas. So it's going to be predominantly white in these areas. So I send them to these schools. Yeah, they're getting a better education, but at what cost? Now they're coming home, they're having different type of problems where we might have gang problems over here. We might have, okay, they don't got the best books over here, but they feel a part of something. They feel accepted. Now over here, they got better books. They got better education, better opportunities, but now they feel alienated and they can't even concentrate on the work. They can't concentrate on learning things. This is shit that I'm dealing with in real life, in real time that I took for granted. I ain't even gonna say I took for granted. I just overlooked it thinking, you know, I'm providing a better opportunity, but that's when I realized like, hey, 90% of what people learn and what's going to mold you into a person isn't what's in the home it's your it's environment, the environment. Facts, it's the environment man. so what environment am i putting them in as black kids like you know what i'm saying so i had to think about that but race matters i mean i even interracial dating mm -hmm. how can i put this i interracially date right mm -hmm. and it's a lot of things that we can just never agree on just simply because mm -hmm. i grew up it different than you you know what I'm saying? You just won't understand. Now I could say it you're 50. Not black. You're not going to get me. No, nah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I could say it a hundred different ways, but if you did not live it, you're not going to understand. You don't experience what I experienced. You can and, say you understand. Yeah. And I hold up, but and on a deeper level, like a lot of these athletes, like I seen a video on social mm -hmm. media where they was at a table with a bunch, uh, black, a bunch of black athletes was at a table with a bunch of white women cheering to, saying cheers to more light-skinned kids. Like, the dude's fucking clowns. Weird shit. Because if you look at any other race, they're wealthy. They 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 get together with their own race to keep mm -hmm. that wealth in house. Us, we date out. Like, oh, we finally made it. Now we can finally get our pick, and our wealth is leaving our communities and going to these other communities. So I feel like the, our rich and wealthy, y'all need to date black and have kids with black. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel. How you feel about that? Um, I think that's true. I think that a lot of us, once we do get into some some fame or some notoriety, we do go outside of our race. Um, I interracial date as well, and I do think that are things that your partner just may not understand, right, due to that. But that's when you come in and you have to try to educate the best that you can. Um, I also like what you said about the kids because the reverse of that is the kid being so accepted that they lose themselves, right? That then they go outside the world and they don't really realize that they're they're black. Because I've ran into kids like that who, who all they got all white homies, they're cool, and you know they've never necessarily dealt with the racism because they've been accepted for being the, for being the black dude or the black girl. And then they get outside and they have a rude awakening because it's like not everybody is nice as your six homies. 
You know what I'm saying? And so you're at this predominantly white school and you might go through and have a negative, um, you know, experience or you might have an experience that makes you think you're white. And then you get up out there and you're not white, buddy. You're black. As for interracial dating, I interracial date. I have family that interracially dates. And you can see where there are parts like, you know, when the whole BLM thing was coming up or just certain certain problems. I've had family members, you know, not necessarily agree with with their spouse. And then their kid is kind of like, you know what I mean? Not knowing what to do. But what I realize is that when you're black and you do interracially date and say you have children, you have to like put that blackness on them. You have to educate them immensely on it because at a point in time, the kid is going to be the one that more than likely makes the the, the other parent see like, yo, this is what it is. This is really what it is, um, mom or dad, because it's hard for them to understand that. And I don't think a lot of people do until they have the children. Then they get it like, OK, this is how my daughter or how my son is being treated due to the color of their skin. I might not be that color, but now maybe you get a little bit more. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with interracial dating. I just think that a lot of niggas got to if you're going to do it, don't denounce your own kind because of it. That's the problem that we have. A lot of you niggas. Um, maybe had a tumultuous relationship with your mother, right? Or, or or your aunties or whatever. And now that's how you base every single black woman out in the world. So then you come up to the Mexican girl or the white girl and you've given her a whole different energy than maybe you done gave the, the nice black girl over here. All due to, because you looking at her like you was looking at your mom or your aunties. But you got to open that up and understand that's not going to be every woman. Do you get what I'm saying? So I think that's the biggest problem about it is that a lot of dudes, black dudes, get around other races and they quick to just denounce their own race. Crazy. Like, it's not a problem to interracial date, but when you're doing that, you're making us look weak as a whole and you're just driving the rift even further. So, And then again, a lot of you niggas will let your, your, your white girl that you with or your Mexican girl that you with get off with a lot of shit and not check her because you just don't want to say nothing, but that's your job. If you're going to date outside your race, your job is to stand up for your race every single time that there is a misunderstanding or a lack of knowledge within. Because at that point, if you're not doing that, then what the fuck is you doing? You get what I'm saying? You pretty much the, the house nigga in the house that just lets shit happen and you just turn the other cheek. That's not that's not a productive member of the community. You know what I mean? And so it's, it's, it's very... Hard, I think, for some people. And then again, some people just don't even care. Like some niggas don't even care. They they dead outside their race and, and and they don't give a fuck about educating their spouse about race or or whoever they fucking with. You get what I'm saying? So it's tough. But I think the hard pill to swallow for black men and black women is that we're black and this shit is gonna carry with us regardless. So whoever you date outside your race, your kids, you're gonna always have to educate these people and you can never get tired of doing so because that's just the duty we've been assigned since birth. That, that, that's a fact, bro. But I, I'm not against interracially dating, but I am against it, like I said, with our wealthy and our rich. Like, bro, y'all keep talking about, oh, the government ain't helping us, this, that, and the third. But nigga, you're doing the same thing that they doing. Like, okay, all of this wealth that could be kept in-house to help our community, like we can help ourselves because at the end of the day, self-preservation is first. I don't care how much you care about humanity. It's embedded in you to, to preserve yourself first. So I'm about keeping us pure and keeping us strong because if, if all of us start dating out, 
I mean, what's going to happen to our race? So I don't get mad when when other races say, hey, I don't have a problem with y'all, but I don't interracially date. Shout out to y'all. Like, I'm not mad at it. You keeping your bloodline strong. So I I don't have a problem with that. But like you said, it's the ones that denounce actually being black. Because I feel like it's a lot of black people that hate black people more than races do. Like, I'm seeing women literally saying racist remarks, black women. To black men, mm-hmm. like what the f- like you you're black, black men the same thing, mm-hmm. saying actual racist remarks that a so called Klansman would use, and you using it against your own without looking in the mirror and going, hey, you're still black. So even though you date out, you start to feel like you're a part of this community. No, nigga, you're still black. But another thing I wanted to say was um because you know how you're speaking on about wealthy people of color dating outside their race. Uh, for instance, I'm gonna bring up LeBron James and his son Bronny James. He went to prom with a white girl and everybody tripped, right? And um, I feel like, again, kind of to bring it back to the to the school thing he was talking about, like he's in an area where his color is lacking. So then at that point, you know what I mean? Due to his financial status and where he is, how does he keep his, you get what I'm saying, his love within his bloodline? Because he's looking around, it's like there's probably maybe one or two mm. of them around. So that's another part where it's like as the parent that's wealthy, and black, you have to try to input him in environments where there are black women and black men who are aware of what's going on. Shout out Floyd Mayweather. I saw an interview of his where he talked about mm, just this about. issue where he took his kid, took it to the best school. And he was like, what am I doing? Like, my kid is the only one of his kind here or her kind here. So he took him out and, and took him to, I think he's at a public school. So he could be around different people. Because when you get in the real world, you're going to be around all races. You're going to be around all people. So you got to know how to deal and interact with all people. So shout out Floyd Mayweather for that, man. That, that was a that was a boss move right there. <laughs> nah, I'm good. We killed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you got for us, man? It's a lot, it's a lot of stuff going on. What's up with this mass shooter though? How y'all feel about that? Y'all got any y'all got anything to say about that? So I don't know the full details on exactly what took place. I know his name is Robert Carr. It was in Maine. Um he injured a bunch of people and also killed a, a astounding amount of people. What do you I think he killed like sixteen and hit like fifty or something like that. So so it, it what's crazy about it is that um it ended up being he played cornhole. I don't know if y'all know what that is. It's like you throw a, a hacky sack type thing into a hole. They may be having that bars and shit sometimes. I think you're talking about like the little shit that's Yeah, like on the yeah. hill. And so he was targeting people from the cornhole game, which is crazy. So mm. I don't know what them niggas did to piss him off at cornhole. Maybe they was whooping his ass. I don't know. But he targeted them and went out. And, and a lot of his victims that he unalived were from that cornhole game. Um, the only problem that I have, uh, and the funny part to me, is that most of these people that commit these mass acts of terrorism... Had contact with the FBI. The FBI knew about him. The CIA knew about him. They had mental health issues, right? And so, and then another thing is, it always goes to, oh, we can't find him. We don't know where he's at. The dude is at large for 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 days, Fact. and then and then he just decides to kill himself. I have a hard time believing that. The same thing with the Vegas shooting. The same thing with a lot of people that you see, even shit Osama bin Laden. Oh, we killed him. Well, can y'all show us the body? Chris Dorner, oh, he burned up a lot. All of these people had contact with the FBI. They knew about him. Contact with the CIA. They knew about him. And and then they off themselves to never be seen again. I feel like a lot of these niggas in this is conspiracy. Call me conspiracy theorists. These niggas are still out there. They never found them. They never found them. The government 
and that is the that is the thing that we don't understand is that the government is not as smart and as we think they're not they're not as smart as a lot of these criminals you get what i'm saying as they would like to make it seem chris dorner was a police officer this dude was a was a, a veteran he had tactical experience so these people know how to evade arrest you get what i'm saying and they they understand what to do and so you could have a manhunt with 60,000, whatever, you know, a thousand cops, it don't mean he's going to get found. And so that's my thing. A dude who did all this and then all, all of a sudden goes and kills himself, but we have no, no picture of the body. We have nothing to really prove that these people are gone. How are we supposed to believe that with all the other shit going on in the world? It, to me, it just seems like another cover up to get us to calm down and not be in fear. This is what I say. I say MK Ultra. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I say MK Ultra. I, I think they actually. Call me a conspiracy theorist. They setting this shit up and they sending them what they call them sleeper soldiers. Like they can yeah. they can say a certain keyword and send them out on a rampage mm -hmm. because, like you said, anytime anything is going on, all of a sudden we got this mass shooting and then everybody forget about what's going on. What they said, eighteen dead, thirteen wounded, Man. and all of a sudden he just pop up suicide. Okay, like you said, show us the body. Yeah. I need to see the body with the gunshot wound wherever he shot himself. I need to see it. Because y'all never show us the body. Same thing with Osama bin Laden. They say, oh, we, we got him. We found him in the hole. Bam, he's dead and we we buried him at sea. We threw his body overboard at sea. Like, what the fuck? No picture, no nothing? Hey, and, don't, <laughs> and, and don't say fuck that is he Optimus too, Prime? Don't say it's too um, vulgar for us to see because we didn't see our favorite rapper leaked out on the ground on, on, on national TV, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. Y'all for sure won't censor that shit, so don't censor this shit. That's the problem I'm having because we didn't see multiple people be dead, right? We done seen their bodies on, on, on Twitter and shit like that. But when it comes to these people that are at large, we don't get to see them. Oh, it's, it's too it's too harsh. Nah, but then you'll go and show, like I said, Nipsey Hussle, whatever. We seen him leaked out. Man, you see somebody you die on Instagram every day. But every this day. is what I think at it is. At this point, go ahead. is it part of the damn agenda? At this point, we see so much of these mass shooters. It's the same thing. Like, as soon as things calm down over a certain amount of time, What's what's waking these niggas up every now and then to say I want to go shoot some shit up like yeah. or whatever the case is? You're not even going out to no specific targets. You're going out to innocent people and doing whatever the fuck you're doing. You just woke up one day and say, yeah, I'm gonna go shoot the school up. I'm gonna go shoot the college up. I'm gonna go shoot the store up or whatever the case is. Like you said, uh, what game was that? Whatever game you said is, they were throwing the things he's shooting at. Yeah. yeah, it's like and now it's getting to a point like you said they probably programming these people or. They send us something out, man, to the point where it's like this is being created and we are entertaining this again. And now over time, time might go by and another one might be created. Time might go by and another one might be created to a point now. It's the norm now. You know what I mean? The norm is they somebody going to shoot some shit up eventually, like whatever the case it may be. So I don't know. All that shit weird at the it's end the, of the day. It's see, the same I'll, thing with the serial ahead. killers. Like, I don't know if y'all remember in the, in the 60s, in the 70s. In the 80s, we had Ted Bunny, the Night Stalker, BTK, all these serial killers, right? And then out of nowhere, the 2000s hit, and you didn't hear about no more serial killers. The last one that we was kind of hearing about was the DC Sniper. Like, that was a big deal. Him and his his kid, that his protege that he had, they were shooting out the back of the, the Chevelle or whatever. And then it just disappeared. But if you go online right now, or even on YouTube, it's still a grip of fucking serial killers that's out here committing murders. But we don't get it talked about no more. Now it's about the mass shooting. So mm. this is the next hysteria that they've created to keep us in line. 
It's all fear, bro. That's what it it's is. all it's all fear based. They use fear to control the people. We already know they're trying to take guns from the public, mm. so they're using this these mass shootings to get people to say, "Oh yeah, we need to get rid of guns." What they say, uh, armed society is a friendly society. <laughs> you know how many of these mass shootings could have been capped off if people were armed and trained. You know what I'm saying? You run in you run in a place with 50 people, start shooting. And 50 people strapped, how far you think you finna get before shit. that shit is put to rest? That shit is put to bed. You DOA it <laughs> on the spot. Like, how many uh, videos we done seen of people running in the spot, trying to rob the spot, off-duty officer there, bang. Quick. Save the day. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I just believe it's more to put more fear into the public. You know what I'm saying? Keep people in a low, in a low vibrational state. Keep people in fear to where you can't look up and see what's going on. They want to disarm the public. You know what I'm saying? So that's one right we can never give up. Because if you just look in history, any society that wasn't armed, you see what happened to they them. Fucked, yeah. They got, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> we see what happened to them. We ain't even right. got to go into detail. And on top of that, motherfuckers be focused on the news. Like you said, fear pump pumping. Nothing on the news is good. Everything Nothing. you may might as well call it bad news. That's the only thing they fucking <laughs> that's report. It. That's it. Hey, shit on there good. Never. Then they might show a fucking puppy. Like, you look at this motherfucker. Yeah. Only saying show a puppy or something. Everything else is on that is based off good. And then half the shit that be on the news don't even be in the area you in. It's yeah. in the motherfucking whole another continent and a whole another world where you don't even know exists until they put it on the news. Now you worried about shit that, that shit even worried you. You can't but, control, yeah. Exactly. But they know how to control the minds because they know how powerful the minds is. They know they can control your thought. They can control your fucking reality. And this is what people don't fucking understand. They're still getting to that point. I can keep saying this again. Once your thoughts is being controlled, if you're not an individual thinker, it's bad for you. And they're going to they gonna, they gonna program you through these images, through these music, through everything and else. That you're not even understanding when you step outside. It's type of all type of vibrations that's connecting you to whatever the fuck they want you to connect to. And you ain't even knowing if you ain't keeping your mind strong. That's facts. That's facts. Um another thing I wanted to touch on was uh the last black conscious era. Um, I would say it was in the, the late eighties through the nineties. It's when we had black sitcoms, right? We had the you know, the Cosby show, we had My Wife and Kids, we had Family Matters, uh, we had a lot of rappers like Ice Cube and um, Tupac linking up with the Minister Farrakhan, right? The, the Nation of Islam was a big thing. We had the Millionaire Million Man March. Um, you know, we even had black movies, Love Jones, right? We had fucking Jason's Lyric, Poetic Justice, all these different things showcasing black love. And so I want to ask y'all, why do you think we haven't had another black conscious era? We even had... Um, Sounds of Blackness. I don't know if y'all heard of that. That it's a, it's a group or whatever it is back in the day. But we had a lot of things that showcased black prominence, and now it's gone. So why do you guys think that is now? Because now all you see is is real ass whores, right? JT and them, mm. and you see niggas like Blueface jumping around doing bullshit. Like you don't really have a strong black influence right now. And if you do, which we do, we still had a nation of Islam and all these different things. They have been made out to be a mockery. Right, and if you go back to to TV shows in the late '90s, they started to make the the Muslim man. They always try to clown him. They clown yeah. him. Oh, this nigga's a, a know it all. You know, in Minister Society, what's his name? Sh Sh whatever, I forget Sharif. his name. Sharif. Sharif. Right, he was trying to tell bro, hey, come to me to Kansas, bro. Let's get up out of here. You feel me? Love yourself more. Get knowledge yourself. And then old boy got popped because of why? Because he was still trying to do the bullshit. But it was a direct correlation to how we laugh at them type of niggas and we take them. You know, these niggas are too serious. They're so serious that it's funny, but they really just are on a different path and on a different level of discipline. 
But I think we're at a point now where we don't have those figures in the public no more. And um, I think it's damaging. What do y'all think? At the end of the day, I think it goes back to like down near the beginning of time because I feel like, not even I feel like what I see, the black man is the most feared man hmm. because of his potential of waking up and becoming far as if us as a whole becoming greater. Like they know, they know our worth more than we know our own worth. So by them keeping us down, keeping their foot on our neck, that's the that's the biggest thing. You know what I mean? When the Black Panthers came out, that was they shut down everything to mm-hmm. shut them niggas down. Like, nah, this is gonna get too big. We need to shut that shit down. So far as a black man waking up and becoming something of itself, they hate to see it. Like I say, but they got a problem coming with us three because we coming. You know what I mean? <laughs> but at the end of the day, like I say, far as with us, I feel like it's the agenda. To, 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 to keep us, like I say, just keep the noose on our neck in a different way. Mm. It's no way. Niggas doing what they doing. They got us not here jobless. They got people out here doing certain things, committing crimes and doing whatever they doing. Can't provide for their family just to sign up for a modern day slavery when you go to jail or just certain things in general. So it's like they're keeping the noose without even knowing it. Your mind is in a cage without even knowing it. You can sit here and tell somebody some shit and they might look at you crazy. I might tell you, like you said, like the boy Sharif, for him being whatever he was, trying to open your mind, you look at him like like a weirdo, like yeah. you're a goofy. But the whole time, he the, he the nigga that's woke and trying to get you about them shackles that they got you, them shackles that you can't see. And them the worst shackles, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because you get a grip on anybody's mind, it's over with. So I think that's, that, that's the biggest problem of us as a whole. Like, black people need to support black. Black people need to stay pro-black before we get to all this other shit. At the end of the day, if we aren't, if we ain't supporting us, who, who else gonna, who else gonna stand with us? You know what I mean? It's easy to come together when when shit get bad, but when shit good, we hating on each other, mm. we fucking over each other. You know what I mean? So it is what it is at, at at that point. I think that's the biggest part of their agenda is to keep us not knowing our worth and keeping us head first in the dirt. Look, he who controls images controls the minds. You control the mind, you control the reality. Because if all we see is real ass horse, you see degeneracy, and then you see that's getting the likes, that's getting the money, you're going to say, damn, I want the likes, I want the money, I want the success. This positive shit ain't no success over there from what I'm seeing because all I'm seeing is these images online and on TV. So people are doing what they see to get to the success because they don't know no other route. So see, back in the days, like you said, when we had all these TV shows, we had positive images of black families. We had positive images of the black community. We had a whole different aura about us just as black people from the way we dressed, the way we talked, the way we acted, everything. Like he said, they know our worth more than us. Bro, your melanin is worth more than gold. This is an actual fact. fact. You can look it up. Your melanin in your skin is worth more than gold. They actually had a book on how to get the melanin out of your skin because they they need it. And that's another reason why they um they interracially date a lot because they try to get that melanin into their bloodline. But that's a whole nother topic we can cover on a whole nother story. But it's all about the images, bro, because they know thoughts create your reality. So if all you see is bullshit, your reality is going to remain bullshit. That's all. Look at the women. You, you can just look at it in real time look at it take 20 years ago the image of the black woman on tv reflected how black women acted in society what's the image now that we see 
whores, sluts, 304s. What's in our community? Whores, sluts, 304s. Uh, the marriage rates is, is in the fucking ground, plummeted. The, the single mother rate through the roof. All of that is being projected on TV all day, every day, on social media, all day, every day. I keep telling people, you have to change what you ingest. Stop watching this shit. Stop watching it. They only put it on because they're profiting off it. If the ratings are low and they're spending more to put it out than what they're making back, they will stop making the shit. Going, damn. Okay, the new wave is is nuclear families. We finna put out shows about nuclear strong nuclear families because that's where the money at. But they just following the money and they following the trends and the trends is... Is, is fucking destructiveness Like You got this NPC streaming shit That's going crazy You got <laughs> What's her name Pink Doll She's making thousands A day This is a whole nother topic We gonna get on a, On another episode But This is just The proof Is People see how much money She make Just to go Gang 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 <laughs> Ice cream oh, Ice yeah, cream yeah, yeah, For really hours on end yeah. And then Oh shit She getting rich Now you see All of Gen Z Doing this bullshit like, it's crazy. People are following the dollar bill because they have no other example on how to get to the success. It's independent thought. People never think. It's just constant. You're scrolling from the time you wake up to the time you go to sleep. How many fucking Instagram posts you read versus how many books you read a week? I bet you it's books. It's yeah. here. Zero. None. Instagram posts. Thousands. What new knowledge are you are you ingesting to Help further you to success. Most people are not learning anything. Most people are feeling the same emotions every day, having the same thoughts every day, which is producing the same actions every day, which keeps them stuck in the same space that they are stuck in every day. To get somewhere new, you have to think new thoughts that's going to provoke new action, which will get you new results. You got people stuck doing the same fucking routine every day, Facts. but hoping to get... A different, different outcome. outcome. How the fuck can that happen? You're doing the same thing every day. You're thinking the same thoughts every day. You have not learned a goddamn thing since you left school. I think I think <laughs> I think it's I think it's deeper. Like like everything you said is fact for sure. But I feel like the blind leading the blind, and people are just running around in this rat race in the same way. Like you said, the the thoughts. I don't think people can think that like it could be that simple as to change your thoughts and change your environment change your thoughts, you change your circumstances because the instant gratification. So they don't see it happen over time. It's like, but this instant gratification is dope me from Instagram. It's going to give me instant, instantly, like you said, I just changed the view of what's going on at this moment, this moment. So I think that's a big part of the programming of fucking up the minds. But it's like, if you're not, if you're not changing your thoughts, like you said, you're never going, you're never going to get out of the rat race that you in. You're never going to, the, the visualization that you, the, the pictures that you visualize and the things that you're seeing has a big proportion on your mind. Your mind is like a fucking computer. So everything that you're seeing is downloading and becoming your reality, regardless whether you think it or not. I think that's the biggest problem that that, that we face nowadays. Also, uh, go ahead. No, I just, I just think that black culture, you know, before now and in, in 40, 50 years ago was so much more prideful and took more so much more pride in being black. I feel like now uh, too many people own parts of our culture where it's like it's almost like our culture is just an everybody culture. It's not really black culture at this point. It's pop culture. So it's almost like 
And when that happens and takes place, it allows for other people, you know, with evil intent to infiltrate it and lead it a different way. And people, especially black people, have to get better at reading in between the lines. The government has a very slick and sly way of moving you a certain way. That's like herding sheep. You feel what I'm saying? They know they're not going to say, hey, do this exactly. But they're going to go out and say, hey, if you don't work, we'll put you on welfare. You don't got to work. If you don't work and you're a single mother, we'll pay you. We'll pay you to not work. Do you get what I'm saying? And, and in that case, okay, well then shit. I don't definitely don't need a man in the house because if I have a man in the house and we have an income, then I can't get this money. Or, well, I can give you EBT, but you can only make this amount of money a month. And so that's where it keeps you because now, and so that's what they do is what I'm saying is they don't tell you exactly, hey, do this, be this. But they give incentives to make you a certain type of way, especially with the black culture. So we have to get better at reading in between the lines. I like what you said about the rat race because it kind of goes into the nine to five thing that we was touching on before the show. And how, um, in my opinion, I don't know if it's for us. Should we be doing it? Should we not be doing it? But I really want you to break down, you know, where it comes from. And then we can kind of get into where it is now. And um, is it effective or not? I want to ask y'all one question, though. Like, Go ahead. Do y'all think it's time to reevaluate the black culture? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, what has this, where has this progressed in us? Mm-hmm. We say hip-hop influenced everything. We say the black culture influenced everything. But what does the black culture really stand on? What morals, what principles are we standing on? Because when you go to these different countries, you go to these different places... And you talk about culture, their culture is one. They move in unison as one. Everybody is moving the same way. We out here moving sporadic. We out here moving people lost, people blinded, people out here. We out here moving however we moving. We can say the game bang culture is, that's the influence. I'm saying that is the influence. But even when the game bang culture is still not what it stood for in the 80s and the 90s, mm-hmm. niggas still not standing on morals and principles when it comes to that. So it's to say, like, damn, do we reevaluate and step back for a second? Like, is this really how beneficial is the black culture at this point? What are we doing besides self-destructing? At the end of the day, that's what we're doing. You know what I'm saying niggas getting out here doing what they do, getting chasing the bag, doing what we do. Niggas don't give a fuck how you getting it or whatever the case is. I'm not mad at no nigga chasing the bag, but at what cost? You know what I mean? And not even just what cost when it comes to chasing the bag, when it comes to the music industry. Niggas selling their souls. They out here looking like goofies and portraying a black man to look crazy because we are the strongest. But they using the same fucking shit in a, in a different narrative. When they used to beat the biggest black man and make him and make everybody else weak because or if you whooped him, you're going to whoop me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So that's the biggest point. So when you got these niggas out here putting on dresses and doing what they doing and fucking up the culture, it's like, damn, every time we believe in a nigga... This nigga didn't want to put a dress on. <laughs> Same nigga that was two years ago said he wasn't going to go out like that. You know what I mean? So it's bad. We don't have them Malcolm X's. We don't have them Huey P's. We don't have them people no more. Who is really standing for us as a culture? So in my opinion, I think it's time to reevaluate the things that we stand on and move to the forefront and push niggas out that, that that's that's on stupid shit. If you on some ignorant shit, like Nip used to say, aggressive, aggressive intelligence. Nigga, we, it ain't cool to be dumb no more. Nigga, yeah. it's 2023, almost 24. You still dumb in 2024. You can't even come sit around Fuck me no more. That's a fact. Nigga, that's out, nigga. Because nah. we on a bigger and better thing. So that's how I look at it. 
I do think that we need to reevaluate the black culture. And I think the way we do that is really, and, and this is the problem, is that the newer generation of black kids hates the older generation so much. And we kind of like, Ugh, like them niggas are haters, whatever, et cetera. We hate it so much that we don't take a look back and look at things. In the 20s, when it comes to education, we were 50% lower than white people, right? And we, we ended up working hard. And then within, from 1920 to 1940, we increased. We were only 3% below white Americans within education. Fatherhood, for example, was only at 25%. Only 25% of homes or, or black kids were fatherless in these, in these times. Now it's 75% of black kids are raised without a father. And it's because the inability to not look back in time and understand that, I get it. Some of the, some of the values and things and the way they moved is outdated. But a lot of it is what got us to where we are right now. The ability to fuck around and do whatever. You get what I'm saying? Because these people lived a militant life. They were smart. They thought every day about how to get ahead. Education, economics. We had Black Wall Street. Different types of things. Now we're at a point where we just want to do whatever the fuck we want because we feel like we're free. We're not free. We're, we're, we're very much in chains. You know what I mean? By what you wear, what you drive, all of that shit is a chain on you, man. And you niggas are willing to do whatever at the disposal of your culture. So we have to look back. And if you go to any black elder... That's what they was telling us when we was 10 years old, 5 years old, 15 years old. Listen to your elders. As much as you don't want to, listen to your elders. There's gems there. you got to go back in time and see how they got from getting out of slavery to being independent to getting where we are today. It didn't just happen. They weren't just handed this shit out and, oh, here's some freedom. Um, um, here's better economics. Oh, here's some education. Uh, here you go. No, these niggas took that shit. We took that shit. We worked hard, we stayed in our own communities, and we built within. There's black banks, black hotels. A lot of these things have been obviously burnt down and stopped by white America. But again, if you look back in time at where you were, you get what I'm saying? You can see the gems that were there. So in my opinion, to reevaluate the culture, we have to go back to what got us here, the positive things that progress us. Not the negative things, but the positive things. Until we can do that and accept that our elders are smart because a lot of you niggas were all oh, you old head, you don't know shit. A lot of you niggas are stupid doing that. Them niggas knew a lot. They knew a lot. And we have to go back and, and, and gain that respect, get that knowledge. And I think from there, we can reevaluate the culture and, and you know what I mean, see, see what it is. Because to me, in the past, a lot of that shit, that's all we need. That's all we need. Respect, morals, uh, uh, some spirituality, man, and, and a sense of <laughs> discipline. Like this is, a, it's very simple, but we're so adamant on denouncing our elders other cultures don't denounce their elders like that they take a lot of traditions and things up from those times we don't we get rid of it all oh this is a new age no, fuck that that's and that's what they want us to do so to reevaluate we got to go back to the past I, I i ain't gonna say we we necessarily got to go back to the past because a lot of our elders did what worked for them at that time mm. and the world has shifted like we're in we in unprecedented times right now to where a lot of shit you could do in the past, it, it won't work right now. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Just like, I know you want to go into 9 to 5, we can go into that too, but e even a 9 to 5, like, do we really need to be working 40 hours a week? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Spending more time with your coworker than your with your kids and yeah, your family? Right. You know what I'm saying? So, as far as black culture go, bro, we got to come with a whole new model. We can keep crying for Malcolm, shit didn't work. We can keep crying for MLK, the shit didn't work. Mm. 
We can keep crying for the, the, the <laughs> Black Panther family. The shit didn't work. It worked momentarily, mm. but they got infiltrated and got took down. And it's like, oh, fuck. We gave up hope. Bro, it's, I don't know how many times I got to keep saying it. It's all mental. We living in a time where it's, the, you could become a millionaire from this. Yeah. You could become a millionaire from this in your fucking room. That's never happened ever in history. So at this point, us as black people, we got to eliminate all excuses. I don't want to hear about the man. I don't want to hear about shit. Because just to keep it 100, majority of our culture, we the problem. Yeah, that's We the problem. Culture. It's niggas I grew up with I can't hang with. Because you niggas is still dumb. You niggas is still out here self-destructing. And like he said, it's... Finna be 2024. You niggas is proud to be dumb. Like, I'm listening to music now, and niggas is rapping about being fiends. Oh, I pop three perks. I'm a fiend. <laughs> you couldn't about? be a f- Nigga, we you would beat be your ass growing up if you was a fiend. Now it's cool. Now you went from selling it to smoking. <laughs> it. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. nigga, we, we served the fiends. We didn't hang with them niggas. Like, bro, it's, 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 it's the mindset, bro. As black people, we have to completely eliminate the past. Like, I know we like to hold on to the trauma. It's like the victim Olympics. Oh, my God, we were slaves and this and that, and and we need uh, help from the government. Fuck that, bro. We need to, as a collective, come to the board. What do we really want? Yeah. What do we really want to do? You know what I'm saying? And we need to be honest with ourselves because a lot of niggas don't want to detach from the system. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of niggas is dependent on the system. We as humans depend on other humans. So I don't think we necessarily got to fully detach from the system. We just need to... To make a stand and the bullshit that the system gets over on us, we got to make a stand on that. Mm-hmm. But, bro, like, let's be honest. How many niggas know how to hunt? Yeah. Most of these niggas can't change a goddamn tire. They they fly as fuck and they have mirrors and they change and calling AAA to change a tire. Like, let's be for real. A lot of these, oh, let's go to war. How many of you niggas know how to properly shoot a gun? Yeah. How many niggas know how to properly unload and reload a gun? Like, let's be honest even here. squabble up. Niggas don't even know how to fight. <laughs> niggas don't even fight. Nah, that, nah, that, that. <laughs> niggas I'm, don't I'm, even fight. To even get to that, not to cut you off, I want to get back to one thing, cause like, we gangbang in the West or whatever we do, what we do. Stop every time thinking you lose a squabble, you got to go pick up a fucking <laughs> yes. gun. That's what I'm saying. Y'all fucking the rules up and... Real niggas is going extinct because of niggas that can't take an L from a nigga that started something and you lose a squabble and think you got to go pick up a gun and go kill a nigga. Like, that ain't how the game was meant. It ain't never been like that. Niggas turned it into that now, but squabble up, cuz. Get your, get your squabble up. Win, lose, or draw. It is what it is. You get your respect as a man. These niggas threw the rules away. It's, 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 yeah, it's fucked up now. Like, before, even, even certain shit, it's just like... You can't squabble for nothing because now niggas is taking there like, I ain't squabbling shit. I'm about to just shoot Go him. To the car real quick. Yeah. yeah, nah, because now if I squabble you and I win, you liable to come kill me. So I might as well kill you before you even get to that point. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not even thinking about squabbling no more. Like, that shit is out the question. Like, certain things or even just being stupid or being a certain way, you used to better do it. Like, nigga, we just going to squabble. That's it. Like, uh, and, and whatever <laughs> the case it may be. Take yeah, 10 paces. I, 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 exactly. 10 paces, we get it out the way, but... <laughs> No, I think I think too. Like what you're saying is crazy because I think, um, and I don't. I'm not. I just want to bring up a rapper, Tupac Shakur, for this reason. But I think that when he, you know, was murdered the way that he was, it it made a phenomenon of of being murdered, like low key, and and not that it's his fault at all. But I think that we have a fascination with going out that way. Niggas want to go out that way. Like I'm finna go out. Blaze of glory. Like, that's how niggas want to go out. So it's like, man, let me go get the heat here, whatever. Like, niggas are quick to do that because to them, it's like, 
niggas gonna hear about me. Like I went out like a real nigga. But what's the definition of blaze of glory? Because when I think of blaze of glory, it's like oh a nigga got up on me. I went out. I got cracking. Like what's the, what's the boy on colors? Uh, what's the what's the nigga man? Um, but Rocket, I'm saying Rocket went out in blaze of glory and colors like. Them niggas pulled up on Cub, Cub popped out, nigga popped, and he died. Yeah, he died. But this is my thing, Took though. Took a nigga with him. I went out in the blaze of glory. What's I a real nigga? Him. Why do we keep, like, be a I real man. Be a real man. Fuck being a real nigga. Because real niggas is dumb. All the real niggas I know, idiots. <laughs> they, they, they dumb. They don't know shit. They broke as fuck. All they living on is, is a rep from high school yeah. or from their early 20s. They 50 now, broke as shit, or they in jail doing life. Don't be a real nigga. Be a real man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Be a real stand-up man. Be about your family. Take care of your woman. Protect your woman. Protect your kids. Provide. Be of use to society. Be of service to society. Don't be a a, a, a fucking drug addict. You know what man. I'm saying? No, but how you feel, I think bro? the real world, I think that, that word even real is just so usually like, like you say, just be a man in general or be whatever you're going to be in general. That's go back to the same thing we talk about. How your characters, how your morals and your principles because... Whatever you stand in, your, your integrity when people are not around is who you are. You know what I mean? You can have a reputation of whatever you got, but if you don't have the integrity to be a stand-up nigga when nobody's around, it does not matter. Like, what people think. Yeah, or we think you're a real nigga, but could go to the county jail and won't fight. You know what I mean? Or whatever the case is, like you say, so... But I, say, stand, I even say fuck the county regardless. jail, nigga. Stop going Avoid to the county it. jail. I'm not, I, mean, I, 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 don't, I don't agree on that either. I'm just speaking to a terms to trying to keep it here because that's what people that we know relate to. You're mm. right. Fuck all that. Nah, I, I know. Yeah, cause, yeah, yeah. But I get what you're saying. I get what y'all both saying. Because yeah. Yeah. like when I watch our content, what's big now is they using all the street niggas. To, to get the views because mm -hmm. people like to live vicariously to street the niggas. Street niggas should be making way more money. Nah, than but this is what I'm saying. When yeah. I watch other content, you learn shit. With us, it's just stories about self destruction, yeah. and because they don't have to live it, it's entertaining to them. But what what are you learning when you watching this content? This is why I like to clap with you when you reached out to us because I watched y'all shit. I'm like, he's out here trying to teach. Mm -hmm. You can watch this shit and learn something, and that's the same thing we on every episode you watch. Even if we talk about ratchet shit, we try to make it fun and entertaining. We want to teach. We want you to have watched some, we the episode, gems in there. and damn, yeah. I learned something today yeah. because when I watch content, I want to learn something. I want to be entertained. Yeah. I do but I still want to learn something so we got to get to that man we got to start educating ourselves That's stop fact. depending on the system to educate nah, you because they teaching you everything they teach you the wrong shit up is down left is right <laughs> you know what I'm saying nah, they, well, well, another thing that I, that, I, that I despise right now do what y'all do like street niggas get y'all money you know what I'm saying we all trying to find a way out the streets like real street niggas know that like niggas be acting like that but you don't want to be in the streets forever. Nobody do, nigga. Nigga want to get money, and the goal is to get up out the streets. If you was a kid, gangbanging and doing what you're doing, your goal was to get up out of that eventually, unless you was taught wrong, and you just, I mean, you still stuck in that mind frame. It is what it is, but stop getting on these podcasts, telling on yourselves, keep your hood business in your hood, stop recording these fights, stop recording all this shit. Keep whatever hood business you got, keep that shit in the hood. If you're in the streets, keep it in the streets. Stop getting on these podcasts and telling everything you're doing in the streets. Because people looking at you a certain way, and then now you niggas getting a hundred years for this stupid shit, or whatever the case is. Like the boy, what's the nigga name that's down right now for Tupac murder? How you get away with Tupac murder on insane crib? And now you looking stupid in the fucking county blues because you didn't ran your mouth over a, a ten thousand dollar interview that cost you your motherfucking life. Like, that shit not worth all that. But salute to all the street niggas that's doing what y'all doing and trying to get a better way. 
But at the end of the day, stop telling on yourselves, because that's what's going on with these interviews with these white people that's culture vulturing. Go set up some podcasts with yourselves. Interview yourselves if that's the case, nigga. And get your own equipment, because y'all don't need them niggas that's out here doing what they doing and getting all y'all goddamn money. But... I'm, only, I'm going left now. Y'all making me mad. Yeah, but next topic, cuz. What you got? What you got? Were you going to viral? Shit? You said what? Were you at viral? Yeah, how much time we got? Like 10 minutes. If you want to touch on anything. Uh, I mean, we can touch on the 9 to 5 shit. I mean, how how you feel about it? Uh, I feel like 9 to 5 is... Um, do I think that it's meant for us long term? No. Um, I think it's what we have to deal with. And so when I see, like, I seen a TikTok of the little, the girl crying, like, you know, I don't work remote, so it takes me two hours to get to work. I'm at work. It takes me two hours to get home. And now I don't have no time. All I got to do, I pretty much, I get home, I eat, and I go to sleep. I do it all over again. Um, I had the same kind of mindset for a little bit. But people have to understand that, like, the system is made with the intent to keep you down. So you have to find the energy to do the extra things that you have to do to get ahead. Nobody said it was going to be easy because if it was easy, you know, we would have everybody would be ahead. Everybody be rich and millionaires and all these things. So the system is built and designed to keep you down. So if you work eight, nine to five, you know, you got hours when you get off. See, and that's the thing. A lot of people, I don't have the time. No, you have the time. You just won't make the time. You could get off and get that workout in. You could get off and study that, study that course or, or, you know, uh, study those stocks or read that book or, you get what I'm saying? Go grocery shopping. You could do a lot of things. You're just so caught up in your mind and about what you don't have and, and you're making it a negative thing. You guys got to be positive. You got to you gotta understand that it's going to be a fight. Every day going to be a fight against the system. So when you're getting off work, you know what I mean? You do a nine to five and then you do your five to nine. Like, and that's just what it's going to be. And you have to be willing to endure that until you meet success. If you're not, then the system is going to keep you captive. And they understand that. And that's why they do it because they, they know... Only out of 100 people, only maybe five people are going to go do the extra things after that job. You know what I mean? While the other 95 people are going to go, oh, I'm too tired. You know what? Uh, Susie today, man, she she rubbed me the wrong way. I'm going to go home and drink a beer, smoke a blunt, and I'm going to just zone out for the day. It's very hard to stay present. If you look at some of the greatest people, just basketball players, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, these people stayed present 24-7. They never thought about the past. They never thought negatively. They stayed present. It was every day I'm trying to get it. Every day I'm trying to progress. I got work. Okay, then after work, while I'm at work, I already know what I got to do. I don't give a fuck what happened at work, whatever. As soon as I get off, my mindset, boom, I'm, I'm to this now. Okay, I got to study this. I got to cut these clips. I got to edit this. You got to have that energy, find it, and understand that it's going to be a fight every day. If you really want success, that's what it's going to take. Don't let the 9 to 5 keep you down. I understand that it's not made for us. But how else are you going to get money? You got to make some money to be able to spend some money. So you niggas are, you know, a lot of people sitting around, oh, nine to five, this, that. Okay, well, then don't work a nine to five. I know a lot of niggas that do that, right? Oh, man, this shit is whack. Okay, but you be the brokest niggas. And you be the niggas with no ideas for shit, but don't want to work. You don't want to work, but you want money. So somebody make it make sense to me. That's, that's my only part with it. Like, I understand it's not for us, but in this current time, you got you to gotta do something. So what you going to do? You got. You have I, nah, to work. You, you have. Do? You have to work. <laughs> See the whole nine to five thing. Henry Ford made that famous. You know what I'm saying? Because prior to the the Fair Labor Act making it of to where you can only work 
a maximum amount of like 40 hours or 44 hours, I think it was. And then they brought it down to 40. People was working like 100 hours a week. Crazy. They was literally just slaving. So they was like, nah, you can't do this. People is burning out. Like, so they made it to where you can only work 40 hours. And then after that, okay, over time you get paid, blah, blah, blah. But Henry Ford made it famous with, 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 with his factory. But we got to really look at the time now. People ain't really factory workers. That's not really what's pushing society. So we got to really look at where we at as a society. We got AI and machines doing half this factory work now. Most people, let's be honest, at an eight-hour day, most people may be working three or four. Then the other four, they're in the bathroom hiding out. <laughs> they texting. They on the phone, beefing with their boyfriend, their girlfriend, they on Instagram. So you're paying people just to be there, just because this is a model that we created in, what, 1926 or 1920? Mm -hmm. It's 2023. We got to really look at it now because people because, uh, – a happy employee is a good employee. People are miserable. People are miserable. And that's affecting people's quality of work. You got servers that's bullshit. You got cooks that's bullshit. You got people working at your factory that's bullshit. You got to improve people's quality of life and that'll make a better employee for you. Honestly, because majority of the jobs I worked on God, half the employees, half the shift was ass time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they bust ass for three, four hours, and the rest was was ass time. So I'm just thinking back like, damn, these three, four hours, they could have been home with their kids. They could have been home with their spouse. They could have been home, you know, working on their passions or their hobbies. They didn't actually have to be here. So, I mean, I know it's not straight across the board with every occupation, but we got to really look at certain occupations because there's other countries that have taken this model and they readjusted it to where they work four days a week and just... Adding on that extra, taking off that extra day has increased people's quality of life. Something crazy. I think they said it added on like five years maybe to your lifespan just from not dealing with stress. Because stress kills. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like the girl on TikTok was crying. How much time do you spend on traffic a week? Probably, probably like, yeah, 10 hours. In, in L.A. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, and add that up over a year. Now, add that time span times 30 which is wow. you, which is about the time you got to work before you can retire. I mean, that's just time spent in traffic that could have been spent somewhere else. And we're in the age of people working from home now. Yeah. So it's different. So a lot of these jobs, this is why I said in the, in the previous segment, a lot of the old timers, they didn't know no better. Mm -hmm. I mean, that way worked for them then. But a lot of them jobs that they was in the office then, people doing from home now. Now, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they grocery shopping at the same time. They doing homework with the kids at the same time. To whereas they had to work nine to five at the office, fight through traffic, and then do all of that. Hmm. I know Elon Musk is mad about it. You know what I'm saying? Any, any entrepreneur <laughs> with a business is going to be, right? Yeah. <laughs> Nigga, you sell cars. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You want people on the road. You want people in the, the factories and, and, and in the office. We get it. You're a billionaire. You're making money that way. But society is changing, man. Yeah. We in precedented times. Nine to five. I don't think it's going to sustain much longer. People are snapping. Society, is changing. Nine to Society is changing. It's changing, but it's changing for the worse to an extent. But at the same time, people are waking up and want to be more entrepreneurs. That's why you see so many people out here with these phones out. They're doing anything to get on because people are underpaid and overworked. That's the majority of the shit. Wherever the nine to five, like y'all say, you need a nine to five, of course, bring that guaranteed income in. But at the same time, Spend an hour a day or something doing what you're doing to, to, to work your way up out of that. If you're not working your way up out of that, you're going to get caught up in that rat race forever. And I think that's the worst thing. But even like y'all say, the worst case scenario, if you got kids, you got shit, 
you ain't getting up early in the morning to go work out. If you're not doing a lot of certain things, your life is a cycle of depression because you're working. You're not enjoying yourself at work. If you're not doing what you want to do with your life, you're not enjoying work nine times out of ten. And you're going in the same cycle every day. It's like, damn, am I stuck here forever? And like, I, like we always talk about, Carol, like you talk to people at work and it's like, damn, this nigga been here 20 years. Yeah, shit. I'm a warehouse worker. I'm saying he here 20 years and he talking about, I'm cool. I'm trying to look at my pension when I'm oh, 65 shit. or whatever the case it may be. So, <laughs> now, but, but this is my thing though. You can't have a society full of entrepreneurs. It doesn't work. I'm not you saying You know what I'm that, saying? Though. No, no, I'm saying like, the jobs that keep society going, we need people working them jobs. I know everybody wants to be an entrepreneur, be rich, blah, blah, blah. But realistically, people have to work these jobs. It's only because, not to cut you, my, my bad, cutting you off. Um, what I'm saying is, it's only because if the pay was different, these people wouldn't be tripping off these jobs. No, that's what I'm saying. If we yeah. get people being able to have livable wages working these jobs, I think the, the attitude towards working would be different. But you got a generation of people that's lazy as fuck now. Right. They just want everything to come to them and they don't want to work for it. Now, that I'm totally against. Because we got a whole generation of that, but we need workers, but they need livable wages. How you feel? I think that's true. I think they need livable wages. I think that they need to um, train management more too. You get what I'm saying, and really vet, have a better vetting process of who manages things as well. Because your manager can make your life hell. You can have a cool Facts. job, and your manager can make it hell. Facts. So they gotta, you know, incentivize them as well. If you're gonna take on more responsibility, we're gonna give you more. Maybe we're gonna give you more days off or hire more managers so that. You know, we can deal with uh, workload, you know, and I mean, managing different groups, et cetera. So I think that they do have to make it better work wise. But also, I think that kids today, you need to just get out there and go work one. Like, it's, it's not going to kill you. And I think a lot of kids today, they, they, will take, they will do anything because they're looking at a nine to five like a horror movie. And it's, it's not it's not that bad, man. Like, it's bad. Don't get it wrong. Like It damn near is if you're just you know, surviving. Yeah, if you're just surviving, I, I could completely understand that. But at the same time, it's like a lot of people haven't even put their feet within it to see. And so I think that... And then again, a lot of y'all are just picking up any job, like whatever job. And I get it. If you need the money, you might go do something real quick. But for the people who maybe have the option to really figure it out, go figure out what job you really want to do. You know what I mean? Before just jumping into 20 bullshit jobs. Because, <laughs> yeah, you're not going to like working if you work 20 bullshit jobs. And I mean, nobody wants to work a nine to five. But again, you got to make some type of money. So it's I think it's on us somewhat to... Um, have that energy and and understand we're going to go through some things that we don't want to to get to where we want to go. You got to keep that in mind as well. And then also the people who are running these jobs have to understand to make the make it better for the employees. And I think the overall situation will improve. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they even care about that. I'm not going to say too much, but it's even people with, that got these degrees that they've been to college and did all this shit to 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 get a decent paying job, and then True. they get the degrees and can't even get a job. You True. know what I mean? Or can't even get in that field that they wanted to get in because of whatever the reason it might be. We could say the recession. We could say a lot of different things. But I think the nine to five is bullshit for any type of life. I feel like anybody as a human being, we're supposed to live our higher selves and the best of our abilities. And I don't think a nine to five is going to ever accumulate that. Mm-hmm. You're not investing. You're not getting to a point where you're accumulating more money of different hustles, it's, your life is going to be miserable forever. Like, that's how I see it. But, but it's like, if everybody's rich, nobody's rich. 
You know what I'm saying? What would be rich if everybody's rich? If everybody was a millionaire, then the value of a million dollars goes down. So there's always, it doesn't matter. It's going to be a hierarchy regardless. If we eliminate money from society and we just live, okay, now we damn near back to, to like animals. Like we're the strongest survive. You feel me? It's all, people are always going to hierarchy themselves. We're all, it does not matter. But the society we have set up now, we like to live certain type of ways. We like certain type of services. For these services to happen, people have to work jobs. The problem is people can't survive with the pay. And like you said, the, the shareholders, the owners, they don't give a fuck about your quality of life. Right. They just care about the profit margin. Mm -hmm. Bro, if you would just give people more vacation time, their quality of life will go up. I am no people that, man, these motherfuckers got... A week and a half of vacation time for the whole year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, I, there's no perfect formula here, but we got to, the formula that's in place now is not working. It's not working. We got to come with a new formula. Hire more people, let people work less hours, but pay them wages that they can survive. Almost nobody can afford houses right the now. The crazy thing is. In California, it's crazy. Million dollar houses. You used to be able to provide for your house. You used to be able to provide for your family and buy a house off just one job. One job. <laughs> off one job. Now, y'all got two jobs and two side hustles. They still can't afford motherfucking crazy. out. It's right. crazy. The crazy thing is it ain't working for us. It's working for them. Yeah. It's working for them. They over there collecting. They don't give a fuck because they know you thirsty. You need, you need to do something. We raise the stock. Y'all going to keep trying to grind harder and keep getting stuck in this shit. You know what I mean? So they eating. They eating. If they own something, they own any jobs, they employing people, they eating. They don't give a fuck about what's going on with you. I'm going to tell y'all this, though. We got the power. We can complain all fucking day till we blew in the face, but at the end of the day, we as people are accepting it. Mm -hmm. We That's could easily fair. have a nationwide stand down and say, hey, shareholders, owners, we got to talk. This ain't working. You know what I'm saying? Because if we ain't working, you ain't making no profits. If you ain't making no profits, they going to want to talk. I guarantee. You know what I'm saying? Look, so see, it's like, really on the people. It is on the people, but how much do the people support the people? Because we see the people in Hollywood going on strike. How many Nobody of us support them? You know what I mean? Everybody else ain't going on strike. It's like, oh, that's them. They in Hollywood. That's on that. That's on them. They going on strike. Or <laughs> insane. Niggas ain't. Niggas. <laughs> niggas ain't stepping up. Niggas said I ain't no actor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, they, they fucked up. I'm, I, I salute them, but niggas ain't doing nothing to stand up with nobody else. That's the thing. Like, like you say, if people in Hollywood going on strike, if everybody went on strike, then it'd be a different ball game. But. You only good is where you at. If Walmart going on strike, the niggas at Target don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Oh, insane. If Walmart on strike, then that's crazy. Like, they over there. You about to come over here. Like, we good over here. So it's just like, as a people, like you say, we got to start standing together and stop making it about everything else. We know, like y'all said, triple the fucking worth of a fucking damn apartment. I got to make triple of what I'm making to even get an apartment or a house or whatever the case is. And my job don't even pay that. How the fuck I'm supposed to even be living somewhere? You know what I mean? So that shit is crazy to me. But it's like, it is what it is. Like you said, as a people, if we woke up and just stopped doing everything, nothing else would matter. Like the government wouldn't be making no money. They'll lose and it'll be a win-win situation for us. But people are never going to wake up and just agree on them terms. Like, fuck, we doing this. We standing up today. True. We have to be willing to, um, you know, eliminate the fear of the consequence of having that. Facts stand down. That's that's what it is. It's the fear of what they might do to us if we do all stand together. But maybe you know, in in time, I think if we if it does take place, that's what we do have to focus on. Um, unfortunately, we did run out of time. 
Thank y'all, man. You already know. Chopping it up. It's always high-level conversations. Y'all got any last words? Yeah, I'm going to say this, man. Your thoughts have to be stronger than your emotions. Mm. Your thoughts have to be stronger than your environment. Everything that we talked about today, can the positive outcomes come from your thoughts. You're happy one day. You're sad one day. You're mad. But guess what? Your thoughts have to be on track with your purpose. Your thoughts have to be in line with success. You could be in a mansion in Beverly Hills or you could be in the motherfucking projects. Your thoughts have to be success because no matter where you at, if your thoughts are aligned with that, the universe has to give you that. Mm. So everything that we talked about, if you want the best possible outcome, it starts with your thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Your thoughts controls your body. Don't let your body and emotions control your thoughts. Don't let your environment control your thoughts. Control your motherfucking thoughts. That'll change your 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 outcome. But nice. yeah, man, the viral way. Man, y'all can go everywhere everywhere else for the cap, but come here and fuck with us for the facts. And a Messiah the Great, we're gonna lead the way. Yes, mm -hmm. sir. You heard the guys. Uh, this is Kali the One Man. If you guys are watching this, please like, subscribe. Thank you for the love, for the hate. It's all support. You know what I'm saying? Um, this is Disorderly Conduct. I don't know where y'all are going, but you got to get the hell up out of here. You got to get the hell up out of here. <laughs> Ain't no handouts. I did it from the ground up. Yeah. In the streets, stuck in hardest way they found us. Got a problem, nigga. Watch my troopers mount up. My bitches bang too. And you a lame, though. You niggas ain't outside. Yeah, we came through. You want your lights up? We put you on the shelf.